Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the Times Morning Briefing on Thursday, the 18th of March. The drugs manufacturer Pfizer is the only company delivering its COVID vaccine supply on schedule. Times Radio has learned that supply problems in the UK are with AstraZeneca and its international manufacturing and supply chain rather than its UK factories. Johnson & Johnson and Moderna are also understood to be experiencing similar issues. Meanwhile, the health secretary has downplayed reports of an NHS letter sent to local health chiefs, which said there will be a significant reduction in supplies of coronavirus vaccines from March the 29th. During last night's Downing Street briefing, Matt Hancock said the NHS regularly send out technical letters that explain the ups and downs of supply. Speaking on Times Radio, virologist Dr Chris Smith says there needs to be clarity. Is this a manufacturing thing? Is it a supply thing where AstraZeneca are now under pressure from Brussels to make sure they honour their obligations to the EU? This will heap further alarm on a situation that's already very inflamed. The inquest into the death of Sarah Everard will be opened today. The 33-year-old went missing on the 3rd of March after walking home from a friend's house in South London. Her body was found in Woodland a week later. 48-year-old Wayne Cousins, a serving police officer, is accused of Sarah's kidnap and murder. Police forces across the UK are to start recording crimes of violence motivated by a person's sex or gender. The move was approved in the Lords last night and will start as a pilot in the autumn. It's been hailed a victory for campaigners who want misogyny made a hate crime. Roshanara Ali, Labour MP for Bethnal Green and Bow, who's been the victim of stalking herself, told Times Radio further steps could be taken. Curb crawling ought to be made illegal for not just those who do that, for prostitutes, but curb crawling happens with teenage girls. Outside schools, young and older men hang around and follow young women, young girls, teenagers. That is predatory behavior and it's frightening. Many of us have experienced that growing up. The level of fear women face is huge. The care regulator says human rights were potentially breached in more than 500 cases where do not resuscitate orders were made during the coronavirus pandemic. Some 508 DNAR decisions made since March 2020 were not agreed in discussions with the person or their family. The Care Quality Commission is calling for urgent improvements to care planning. Former special advisor and political commentator Peter Cardwell has told Times Radio these findings will cause great concern. The problem could actually be a lot bigger. We're talking about people being imposed on people with learning disabilities who are not near the end of their lives. The report saying it showed a concerning disregard for disabled people. This is a pretty big scandal. A senior health leader in England has suggested patients who aren't able to work should be prioritised for NHS treatment over those who've been waiting the longest. Chief Executive of NHS Providers, Chris Hobson, has also warned clearing the backlog caused by the pandemic will take years and not months. At the end of January, more than four and a half million people were waiting to start treatment. 
and the fashion industry will have to contribute to the cost of recycling clothes under government plans to cut textile waste. It's estimated the sector accounts for 4% of annual global carbon emissions. Around 921,000 tonnes of used textiles are thrown out by households every year. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.